What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Kristen Agopian Show. Shout outs from everybody here in Studio B as we connect with our stations coast to coast via the BizTalk Radio Network. Greetings to you all. You guys ready to save some money? This week's show is brought to you by our caring sponsors at Elite Rehab because everyone knows a family that's fighting the effects of today's substance abuse epidemic. It is at every earning level, every neighborhood every educational level, every city, every town. And if someone you care about needs help, pick up the phone, not just for them, but for you as well. And call the professionals at 800-932-4082. That's 800-932-4082. The number's on our website as well, guys, brilliantfrugalliving.com. I'm hearing from people who have used the number. They're so glad they did. I'm so glad they did. Help the ones you love put that chapter behind them for for their sake and quite frankly for yours 800-932-4082 sitting here coffee in hand going with a mochaccino smells good tastes good a lot of cream in it yums looking out the studio windows at another gorgeous cityscape it is getting beautifully warm all of the flowering bushes and trees and everything praise the lord man i am so ready for a nice springtime Good stuff. And back by popular demand, we are circling back to subject matter we connected on a couple of weeks back because the response has been amazing. Our listeners are incredible, slashing the cost of college, but good. And I was amazed. Not only did people want to know all of the latest you know, tips and tricks, effortless, easy, money-slashing tips on behalf of their kids and their grandkids, but for themselves as well, to which I raise my mochaccino high and say, hells yeah, it's time for all of you to think about, you know, everybody's in a job. They're grateful to have the jobs that they have, but a lot of people out there are thinking, you know what? Stuck with the job during the worst of economic times, was grateful for it. Now that there's a little more leeway in the job market, they're thinking about branching out maybe to a new career that they never would have thought of was possible. Well, now they're thinking maybe it's a little possible and something that can help them. The stepping stones between where they are and where they want to be is increasing their college performance, increasing their college, you know, just their resume with regards to the classes. I myself have not set foot. Well, that's not true. I took a couple of college courses regarding real estate and stuff when Katie was a baby, was doing stuff like that at the local community college. But nothing getting a new degree. The last time I was in a college classroom to get a degree, oh, was about 25 years ago. And if you're like me, you're out there, you're thinking about getting it done, believe you me, and we're about to go into detail, there are ways of saving on your next college degree. And I'm speaking to listeners of all ages that didn't even exist Five, ten years ago. Here we go. In no, in no particular order, all of these sent in tried and true strategies that our listeners swear by. This one is one of my favorites. Do college classes in high school. If you've got a high schooler 
who's planning on going to a two-year or four-year college. This is huge. It is growing like wildfire, and with its popularity, it's never going away. But you got to ask about it, because this is stuff that never existed when I was class of 86 back at Strathaven. Graduating high school with as many as 50 college credits or more. And by doing that, you're able to avoid taking a lot of those, you guys remember them, the intro level classes in college, you can knock them out in high school. The college classes like calculus and English comp and the accounting classes and the, you know, business law, lots of others, okay? My high school way back when was pretty awesome, still is. But I'm guessing that they've ramped up for this kind of thing. I'm hearing from people right and left where it will save their kids, their grandkids, an entire year, if not, you know, maybe a little bit more in college. Imagine saving a year's worth of college, not only in time, but in money. Booyah. You got to love that. So talk to your guidance counselor. They live for these kind of conversations. You remember the guidance counselors. I have never met a guidance counselor I didn't like. I'm here to tell you that right now. We just met up with Katie's guidance counselor at Twin Valley High School. What a phenomenal... This woman was born to be a guidance counselor. You want to talk about enthusiastic and creative and just a marvelous human being? God bless the guidance counselors, okay? They live for this stuff. Call the guidance counselor at your local high school. Ask them about dual credit courses, okay? Another way you can do it, taking AP classes. Now, yours truly was not AP material back in high school, okay? I loved school. I was a total band geek, had a fabulous time. But the AP courses, none of them knew my name, okay? Now, if you've got a kid that's ready for that kind of stuff, that can be a huge boost in these classes as well. Next up, call up a local college. Ask what options they have for high school students. And I'm talking about the dual credits, the adult education, those kind of things. You might just be surprised. And here's one that I never even thought of, and I consider myself semi-creative, but this is taking off like wildfire, wildfire as well. Looking into taking a college course online that will then be used for college credit. Talk about slashing money. Here's the one thing, one big thing. This is big. Make sure the credit you're taking is transferable, okay? Whatever college you're thinking about, connect with them. Make sure the courses you're taking that they say are college-level courses are applicable to them. You want to make sure your time is being spent right. Next up, getting your textbooks for the lowest price possible. We talked about this before, only because I wanted to throw up my mouth a little bit when I was hearing that textbooks, I'm going to do it again. I just, I, I, the numbers are too staggering. <laughs> the average student spending over $1,000 per semester on books. I remember when I was up at Penn State, Maine, and I just wanted to weep like a little baby child when my books cost $200 per semester. I'm like, this is insane. It's a world gone mad. And what's happened in the decades since? Of course, the price didn't go down. Now they're up to $1,000 per semester. Some great ideas were pouring in. First of all, email the professors to see how often the book is used. And if an older edition, easily found apparently on Craigslist and eBay and in the older bookstores there on campus, if that's okay to buy, oftentimes that will cut the price in half. Honestly, I still think cutting the price in half is insane. Another huge thing, a fantastic money-saving option that clearly wasn't there when I was there in the early 90s, is getting your books on Kindle. You get some temporary rental loan type thing and your books are on Kindle. Now, I'm the first to say that as a bookworm, I love books. 
I don't know if I'd be crazy about a college textbook on Kindle. You know, you're flipping the pages, flip, flip, flip. How do you highlight? Do you have to go back 10 pages? You go flip, 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 flip. I think today's college students maybe just have to deal with that kind of thing, especially if it means you're saving hundreds of dollars per semester. Think about it. Make it happen. Next up, and we talked about this as well, avoid private loans like the plague. Okay, federal loans come with plenty of repayment, forgiveness, deferment options. Private loans have almost none. They like to crush your soul. Okay, so if you end up being saddled with private loan debt that you're finding hard to pay, look into some consolidation options, often not a much better deal. But if you can, just avoid the private student loans, if at all possible. They will haunt you. They will be the ghost hanging over your head. Think long and hard about my go-to move, which I adore some of the finest human beings I've ever met in my life. And I have met so many great people. One huge thing, believe it or not, that some of the greatest self-made millionaires I've met have in common, community college. Community college. Not only less stress getting into, but far less money to attend. What you get out of it, like any college, is what you put into it. And these people get out of college debt-free. Try telling your soon-to-be employer that you're debt-free. What are you doing now? Oh, I'm saving money for a house. You think the, you know? You think employers are going to like that kind of talk? They're going to love it. It's all good. Time for one more before we go to the break. Get a part-time job or a side hustle. Man does not live by overpriced studying books alone. Get a side hustle. Get a life, especially when it translates into some side bucks. Okay, now when I was in college, I did the waitressing. I did the babysitting. It was all in the spare time. And it made some serious cash. All right. Just think about don't go overboard. Don't go crazy. You know, you want to enjoy yourself as well. But there is some money to be made. And I got room for one more. Cut your cell phone costs. If I hear from one more parent, God bless you, saying that you're spending hundreds of dollars a month on your kid's cell phone because you want them to be able to stay in touch. You want them to have a, you know, a high quality phone to be able to call. I dig it. I love my kids, too. They have high-quality phones as well, and they cost about 5 bucks a month because they're track phones. The track phones are divine. You guys, I honestly don't know why any other phone is purchased in the United States today. I don't get it, especially when you're spending hundreds of dollars a month. I don't get it. Someone's got to explain it to me. Get a track phone. It piggybacks on whatever system you're driving through at the time. I have never had a problem getting a phone call through. I have never had a problem pulling up the internet, sending a text, you know, getting a hold of anyone in, you know, anywhere, anytime, any place. The, the coverage never cuts out because there's always coverage everywhere. And I spend on my phone and I use it every day for everything possible. I am spending maybe, maybe 10 bucks a month, 10 bucks a month. If that's the kind of savings you'd like to see as well, think long and hard about making your next phone a track phone. You will never look back. I'm here to tell you. And I want to hear from you guys as well. Find me online, brilliantfrugalliving.com, your go-to college-saving moves. Send me a text, send me an email, and hang out for a minute. We'll be right back right after this. Cheap is small, not too steep, but best. And we are back with the Kristen Nagopian Show. 
And we are learning more and more about the coronavirus every day as we tread in these previously unknown waters. But with some of the answers we're getting back each day, even more questions arise, especially when it comes to getting our work and our money back on track and planning again for our long-term financial futures. And with the outbreak prompting second thoughts about the germs associated with just about everything, including physical money and face-to-face transactions, what can people do in place of handling cash now and in the future? What else can people do to protect themselves and their money? And how can we help others right now? It always feels so good in times of trouble to know that you're helping others. Joining us via our newsmaker line is financial advisor Winnie Sun, a regular contributor you've seen on Forbes, CNBC, Fox Business, so many others. Winnie, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, we are delighted to have you here. I've been looking so forward to this interview because you're right. There are so many questions, and I'm a pretty straightforward, down-to-earth, bordering-on-boring human being, but even I'm leaning into the future thinking, we're coming up with a new reality here when we're on, when we're on the tail end of this. <laughs> so let me just jump in here. And as we adjust, many of us are concerned about money, whether we're talking about the current quarantine or future adventures like this. What precautionary measures can we take to protect our finances these days? Well, I love that you say that, you know, it is about sort of getting in that right mindset. You know, so many of us are so concerned about money. As a financial advisor, I'm talking to clients every single day, getting emails and messages on social media channels of of just panic, right? Sheer panic. And, you know, First off, I think the most important thing to know is it's completely normal to be scared right now. That's okay. Uh, You got to breathe a little bit, but just remember that we will get through this together. But like you said, is to be smart about things, reduce financial risk and take it a week at a time. And, And we'll get through this together, but you have to get to that, how we can tackle this together. Yeah. You're right. And you bring up so many important points there, kind of an American trade, especially you want to feel like you're in control of your circumstances and your surroundings. And the more we segue away from that, it really brings out your inner spaz. And that's the kind of thing that's not very helpful these days. Tell our listeners, for those that aren't familiar, what are digital wallets and how can they help in this situation we're in right now? Tell our listeners a bit more about digital wallets. Yeah, I hear you. I hope that this is a one-time thing, but you know, uh, the reality is we'll probably be facing this again in the future. There's a lot of things that can happen, including when you utilize money like regular cash, right? But that this could be a way to pass germs and viruses out. So now we're being told that we need to be shopping online, having things delivered to our homes, so to reduce our health risks. But also we have to be mindful of not only that, but also our financial risks now too. So every time we're going Going to a different website. Maybe you are used to going to stores and now you're doing more shopping online. A username and password, you got to enter your credit card information. Every time you do that, you increase your financial risk. So what I've done is to set up a digital wallet and I encourage you to do so. I set up my digital wallet um, with PayPal because it's free, it's safe, it's super easy. And it gives me 24-7 protection and encryption, which is critical, right? So what that means is millions of websites utilize their one-touch platform. So when I'm going, I bought my, I pick my items, I go to the shopping cart, I hit payment, I'll do one-touch payment. I don't have to input my 16-digit credit card numbers again and again. 
and I, I know that my purchase is going to be secure and I'll get notification of it and I'm good. And that is a great way to reduce your financial risk right now. That is fantastic. I'm jotting down notes as we're talking here as well. That's a fantastic option that a lot of people just don't know about. And and a particular group that really jumps to mind right now, not only with what you're talking about with the digital wallet, but also with coronavirus, is we're talking about how our seniors especially can be very vulnerable to certain aspects, whatever the headlines are, whether it's coronavirus, whether or not it's, and here's the next thing, financial scammers. They're in this time of need, You've got scammers out there who have got nothing better to do with their tiny brain cells than try to take advantage of the situation. Mm -hmm. What steps can we be taking to prevent that kind of thing from happening? The scamming, other ways of taking advantage, especially to our seniors. Oh, totally. I mean, this is not only important for us, but it's like you said, our seniors, like my parents are in their 70s, right? So many calls from them about like people calling them claiming to be the IRS or the UPS asking them for money or they get an email that they think is from one of their friends, but it's really not. And they don't even know. And they, you know, we've had to take out viruses from their computers. I mean, this might sound pretty familiar to some of you, but the key thing is to really tell them it scamming is real and then learning how to identify real URL addresses. And then and um, like we talked about using digital wallets, I teach them about that. I think that's critical. You want to do that. That definitely keeps finances a lot more secure. Your credit cards is more secure. And then also teach them about um, like passport protection, making sure you use letters, numbers, and symbols, and making sure they don't use the same password on more than one website. Super important. And if the website allows you that second level of protection, then do it. And I love so that your credit cards will send you a text anytime you do a charge. So that way you also know when, when a charge is hitting your credit card. I love that. Now, I think, and, I'm, and I feel like you probably know a little bit about this too, one of the biggest frustrations people our age have, you know, when we have parents in our 70s, that kind of thing, and yet we're sitting here for the betterment of humanity. We're sitting here quarantined, sometimes miles, sometimes hundreds of miles or thousands of miles away from mm -hmm. relatives and loved ones, and you want to help but the closer you get to them, the less you're going to be helping. You want to strike that balance. In this day and age, with regards to money issues, everything else, how can people be safely helping their relatives or their loved ones, sending them money without, God forbid, getting caught up in a scam? You want to get it to them sooner rather than later. Tell us about how technology has kind of evolved from what a lot of people might be thinking is the norm to send money. We've got some new and improved items out there that might do the trick even better. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I know you're probably seeing this, too. I see this on Facebook. You know, one of my girlfriends just had a new baby. And then one of my other friends is ce celebrating their parents' 50th anniversary, right? But they can't do so and they can't get together but you can you can still do things i mean people that you love encouraging to set up a paypal.me account is totally free but it enables you to send money to them for free and you can request money for free and you can give money for free it's a great thing to do I love that. And I knew the time was going to fly. I got time for one more. I'm going to make full use of this last minute here. If there's one thing that helps people kind of get them down out of their crazy tree in times of trouble, it's knowing that they're helping someone else. It really helps take the edge off. It reminds us that we are all in this together. What are some of the ways we can all go out there and without endangering anybody, supporting the COVID-19 relief efforts in a way that makes us feel good but doesn't endanger anybody? 
Oh, I love, love, love. Well, first off, I love everybody um, that can sew at home making these ma- cloth masks for a medical professional. So awesome. Yes. The, the second thing for people who, who want to give more, you can actually go to the app. PayPal has an app that enables you to give directly to uh, coronavirus causes and resources. And it's safe, secure for you. And you know the money is going to where it's needed most. Outstanding. Winnie Sun, I knew the time would fly. Thank you so much for joining us today. You've got an open mic anytime. Please come back when times are a little less crazy. We always want to talk about money. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. Actually, you know, I'll share with you one link. If you yes. want to create for all this stuff that we talked about today, you can actually check out uh, newsroom.paypal. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Corp.com. Um, that way you can find what we talked about. Excellent. Give us that website one more time, please. It's newsroom.paypal-corp.com. Again, Winnie, open mic anytime. Thank you so much and stay safe, girlfriend. Oh, thank you, my friend. Stay safe. Well, we'll be right back, gang, right after this. And we are back with the Kristen Agopian Show. And coronavirus or not, it's half past the hour. So it's definitely time for my favorite segment, Dad and Daughter Talk Real Estate. Joining us via top-notch technology, via phone. We are not face-to-face, break my heart. But, you know, telephones can still work for us in this uh, circumstance. Joining us via our newsmaker line, Dad, John Harriet, a.k.a. Dad. Welcome, sir. (laughs) Well, thank you, darling. Thank you very much. Um, uh, With the use of technology, some of which I'm going to be talking about today, Chrissy, how technology is enabling the real estate. Process and how folks, if you if you are in the mode of wanting to sell a house or buy a house, well, real estate deals are still going on even in the face of uh, the stay-at-home orders that are going on. And I think all but nine states right now, and they're they're across 91 percent, I think, of the country's population. In fact, it's interesting about the only states that don't have these stay-at-home orders are the ones kind of right in the middle of the country: North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Iowa. Uh, Wyoming, and I think there's a couple of others, but the ones that are out in the Midwest with uh, lots and lots of spaces between people uh, don't have uh, don't have any stay-at-home orders. First of all, what we're going to be talking about today is uh, giving you some insight into how technology is enabling the real estate process, and how if you really are in the situation where you know hey you've got a move coming up to uh, especially to a different city how you can still go ahead and plan to get that uh, get that move made there's no reason to stop it you do need to do things a little bit differently and we're going to talk a little bit about the economic slowdown that we are certainly going through right now how much that is going to be impacting us and uh, comparing that a little bit to what happened back during the uh, 9/11 uh, aftermath right and there is always a little bit of good news even in the tragedy of what this coronavirus is uh, is all about. Uh, and one of the pieces of good news is uh, might be a great time to refinance your house if you plan on staying. 100%. And one thing, one of these headlines that I was hearing about last night that I wanted to, it was so encouraging that I wanted to make sure that I, I reminded myself to bring it up during today's segment, is that 
everybody seems to be convinced with, you know, with all kinds of data to back it up, that once we get a good chokehold on this coronavirus with treatments now and ways to avoid it as we wait for the vaccine, the economy is going to roar just as quickly as it tanked just a bit in response to this. Everybody is primed to get right back into this market. And when you have the enthusiasm that's just waiting to happen on this, and it's getting one day closer every day, and you realize that with all of this downtime that people have, we're at home, we're doing, you know, the schedule is very, very different than it was a couple of months ago. You right now have more time than ever to start getting your ducks in a row to leap in with both feet back into the real estate market. You you can research it now. You have every bit of electronics you need to do these home searches, to do home tours, to do to really have your ducks in a row when everybody's out and about again. You can get your financing in order. Don't let the quarantine hold you back from your home buying goals. Let it be a tool and this extra time and all of your time online that you can spend to really be ahead of the pack when things get back to normal with this. It just seemed very encouraging. Yeah, that's a lot of the stuff that I that I wanted to talk about. We'll go into that in more detail. But since you were since you were talking about how people are um, wondering what what in the world the economic impact is going to be, and uh, some people are kind of sitting back saying, "Oh my gosh, you know what what is going to be happening?" Let me launch into that a little bit. I was going to get into that a little bit farther down in the program. But Goldman Sachs, very very big Wall Street investment firm, has come out with their uh, gross domestic product forecast yeah. in light of the lockdown that we're going through. And what they're saying, and I think this is probably going to be directionally correct, regardless of what organization you're looking at and what forecast you're looking at. But they're saying in the, in the first quarter of 2020, uh, economic activity in the United States is probably going to contract by about 6%. And people wow. are saying, oh my God, are we in a recession already or a depression? Well, wow. uh, technically, we're not in a recession, but technically, a re- we have a recession when we have negative economic growth for two consecutive quarters. And we are sure as God made little green apples, uh, <laughs> we are certainly in a contraction right now. So Goldman Sachs is saying, hey, first quarter, we're going to contract about 6%. And okay. uh, that's about right because, you know, it wasn't until middle of March, the end of March, um, maybe the first part of March that the impact really began to be felt. And some people were going through this uh, beginning stage of the lockdown. Now they say in the second quarter, we are going to see economic activity contract by 24%. Wow. Now that is humongous. But they're also forecasting a very, very big rebound. Third quarter, they're predicting 12% annualized growth. Fourth quarter, 10% annualized growth. So yeah, I think what you said, Chrissy, about the economy really doing a rebound. Uh, That's exactly right. And I was talking to our financial advisor about a week ago, and he said, John, one of the reasons that I think we're going to have a real quick rebound is there's an awful lot of investment money. And he's talking mutual fund money. He said, sitting on the sidelines. I forget what he said, but there's a trillion and a half dollars or two trillion dollars, something like that, sitting on the sidelines waiting to come back into the market. And I think that's the reason that we're seeing some pretty solid market stability right now. So, yeah, I think the uh, this quarter is going to be rough. Uh, last quarter was rough, but uh, I think we're going to see a, a heck of a rebound, you know, barring some other black swan event like uh, like this coronavirus is. So I don't think we need to be worried about the future of the country long term. 
I do believe that we are going to recover and recover quickly. Yeah. And I love your take on this. See, this is all the stuff that I needed to hear and all of your fans needed to hear as well. You've got this wonderful, you know, kind of hovering above it all and taking a look at every aspect of it sort of take on this. And you're spot on correct. It's just a small snapshot in time. It's a crazy one. And it certainly is a lesson in life that you can't learn in any school across America. It has its pros. It has its cons. We've got more time to take stock on maybe things we want to change in our credit score. Uh, you can research more the area that you're looking into, your own finances. There's so much that you can be doing proactively. It's not that we're all in a holding pattern. We're just simply going to focus our energies in all of these different areas that we didn't even think about a couple of months ago. Net, net, it's all going to work in our favor. Good stuff. So talk to me. I mean, right now. Very, you know. very, very well put. I think that President Trump is doing a marvelous job of handling this whole thing. Yep. And he's got people, uh, people around him. Now, if you want to take a look at a historical parallel, when we had the uh, the 9-11 attacks, that's probably the yeah. last time that the country was thrown into uh, a real bad state of uh, state of panic. Yeah. And uh, what happened to annual home prices back then? The, the attack was on September 11, 2001. Well, for 2001, home prices went up over 6%. 2002, they went up 8.5%. So wow. I don't think this uh, stock market shock is going to have any real big negative impact on the on the overall price of homes. I agree. So that's that's one thing that uh, people do have contact now that they don't have to uh, they don't have to have in the future. So the sellers can sign every document they need remotely and have it notarized and get that done over the internet. And if your realtor doesn't understand how to do that, I'm sure that he or she can uh, can find out. So that's one piece of when you're getting close to settlement you, know, you don't have to have the sellers meet with a notary. And then sellers do not have to attend settlement. In fact, I recommend to all my sellers, they do not attend settlement. Now, secondly, well, say, okay, John, how in the world are the buyers going to get their uh, get their mortgage in? Well, there again, you can do that remotely. You can have the people fill out the application remotely, uh, sign all the documents remotely, and get the process underway that way. The only thing that still has to happen in person, I think, is that somebody is going to have to go and do an appraisal on the house, and that is going to require somebody to walk through. I'm sure that we can get people to take proper precautions walking through a house, and we can uh, we can handle that. And then when it comes time for settlement, well, for this particular settlement, I reviewed the documents remotely, made sure they had the seller's case represented right, and I signed them remotely. So I didn't have to come within uh, within a couple of miles of settlement. You know, I live a couple of miles away from the settlement where settlement was taking place. And uh, the buyers could have done the same thing. They could have signed all the documents uh, remotely uh, on their on their mortgage papers. And the uh, the wire that the money shows up at the at the title company office uh, that could all have been done by the bank remotely, and the whole deal could have been uh, locked up. I think with uh, the buyer agent and the buyers conversing uh, telephonically or with Zoom or Skype or something. So there's ways that you can do the transaction. Uh, all remotely and never having to uh, never having to to meet in person. In fact, more and more of the uh, real estate transactions are being done that way. So don't think that because you ha- won't be able to meet with your agent uh, or your appraiser or your mortgage lender like you have in the past that you're stymied. You're not. One piece of semi good news. You know, mortgage interest rates are still very very low. Yeah. I think at least temporarily, uh, housing demand 
is going to be down a little bit. Well, when demand goes down, interest rates go down. So now I think would be a good time to take a look at refinancing your home. And I would take a look at getting in touch with a good realtor and say, okay, who's the lender you recommend that uh, might be able to help me out with a refinance? And just say, okay, here's my situation. And have that uh, lender run through the numbers for you and see, maybe it's time to take out uh, a few thousand dollars to pay college bills or bright cloud on the horizon with all of this coronavirus malarkey that says uh, this this is a bit of good news and uh, this is one thing that could be done. All fantastic news. The time always flies when we get you on the air. It's all true. It's such fantastic news, very uplifting, very true. If there was ever any timing for a horrific coronavirus outbreak like this, it's one that wraps up around summertime. I get the solid feeling that you are going to hit the ground running and all of the realtors with you come summer once we open this place up again. It's going to be quite something. I think so, too, and we'll, uh, we hope to have more hopeful data next week. I think the, the light at the end of the tunnel is coming, and... Um, Hope we'll have more good news next week. Talk to you next week. Thanks, Chrissy. You bet, Pop. And we'll be right back right after this. And we are back with the Kristen Agopian Show talking about various ways to save huge money when all of our listeners out there, students of all ages... Whether you're a kid just out of high school, whether you're a senior citizen thinking about just juicing up that resume or going after a passion that you've always wanted to, you're thinking the college, you know, all of the various universities out of reach, way too much time, too much money, too much energy, not the case. And we've got the coolest listeners out there by far sending in all of their tried and true proven strategies, I'm loving this, to make all of these college dreams a reality without walking out with the... My God, it's like a mortgage, that piece of paper on the wall, a blessed mortgage, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Don't do it. Hit your local community college. Start saving now. Go to, if not a community college, find the ones near you that have exactly what you're looking for. Maybe not the big splashy names, but the gorgeous, gorgeous educations out there waiting for you. It's not about the splashy names. It's not about the crippling debt. How is that some sort of a badge of honor? Walking out with a quarter million in debt. That's the kind of numbers I'm hearing and it's freaking me out. Don't do it. Students of all ages, parents of students of all ages, grandparents of students of all ages, for everybody out there between 12 and 112, thinking about gaining that extra little bit of college education out there, it is more effortless than ever for a fraction of the price. I'm digging it. Here we go. Ways to save huge cash and still be a successful student at the same time. Because you know, when you're going after this next degree, again, whatever age you are, you're gonna have to go out there and save some money as well. You're investing a bit of money, you wanna be able to save some money. And how do you do that? There's nothing more charming to me than seeing what is clearly a college student couple going out for a date, okay? And you wanna know how you know you've got a gem, how the guys know they've got a gem for a girl, how the girls know they got a gem for a guy. The cheaper and cooler the date. Use your imagination for some serious cheap dates. And I'm talking about students of all ages again, okay? If you're looking for ways to save money, use your imagination. Come up with some alternative dates for your significant other. And now we talked before in the earlier part of the hour about the huge discounts for movies and bookstores and lectures and day trips and tours and everything else, museums. Get creative. Have some fun. Not only is it great for finances, it's just great training for life for these kids or for kids of all ages doing this, okay? You got to love it. Next up, come passionate about something. What do I mean? Here's what I mean. Boredom 
is the enemy of your wallet. Somebody sent me that phrase, and it's genius. When you're bored, you want to consume something. You want to be entertained, whether that's by some, you know, my God, $50 night out in a movie for two hours of entertainment. Who knows what else? A local bar for overpriced whatever. You know, you want to start a DVD collection or buy video games or drink more or upgrade things that don't need upgrading, whatever. Become passionate about something, okay? Now, I love this. Here's a great thing. This is cool. The founder of Lyft, okay, told a great story when he was interviewed recently. Here's what he said. He said when he wasn't passionate about building his company, he would spend weeks and weeks researching, you name it, flat screen TVs, you know, trips. They wanted the best one possible. Now, he cares about building Lyft. He said if he even wanted to buy a TV, he'd just walk into a store and buy an inexpensive one without wasting time. So here's the thing. Boredom is the enemy of your wallet. If you find yourself even thinking the phrase, man, I'm bored, be aware, be hyper self-aware that you're ripe to spend money you don't need to spend, okay? And here's one of the best ways you can guard against that. And I don't mean to sound geeky because this is true, true advice from people from all walks of life. And I love this. The enemy of boredom Hit your local library. It's not meant to roll your eyes. You want to know what's waiting for you at your local library? DVDs for free. Amazing self-help books for free. Amazing motivational bios for free. We're talking about training videos and, you know, every single thing you'd ever want to know about anything you'd ever want to know. All waiting for you at libraries. You know I love libraries. Do you know who really knows how to ratchet up? a library to its next highest and best incantation, a university or college library. They are the yum of libraries, okay? And if you want to, now here's some insider information as well from someone who has been happily married to the man of my dreams for decades. Do you want to know what a truly cool date is to feel someone else to what kind of a spender they are on one of your first dates? Grab some pizza, enjoy a little time, you know, whatever, hit the mall, do whatever you need to, and then say you want to go to the library. Maybe it's for a lecture. Maybe there's a new book in. Maybe there's a new DVD in. See if their eyes kind of light up a bit like, that is wicked cool. A free evening and pizza and everything else. See if they're compatible with you when it comes to spending money. It's a fantastic thing to do. And if you've got kids who are about to hit the college scene, share with them that little ditty as well. Because in college... Maybe more than ever, the kids that you know and love are going to be subjected to their first taste of financial freedom, and it's an important thing for them to experience without the lingering shadow of mom and dad over them. Oh, you sure you want to spend that? Let them have free reign over their cash. It's their cash. Maybe they, you know, mowing lawns, babysitting, working, whatever. It's their cash. Let them see firsthand just how swiftly it can melt through their fingers if they overindulge. There's no other way to learn it. We've all been there. And then let them see how effortlessly it can stay in the bank for the big things when they have some fun with a friend at the local bookstore or just for a bite of pizza rather than the fancy meal or with the track phone rather than the 150 bucks a month they're spending on some or God knows even more on the other stuff that their friends are doing. It's going to be such a vitally important part of their life in so many ways with regards to the taste of freedom they have. Oh, you know, I don't have mom or dad hanging over me saying do your homework. I don't have them hanging over me saying, you know, you don't want to spend that on this, spend it on that. This is go time for them. Now, I realized the rest of the show, we were talking about students of all ages, but I want to touch on this too. 
because I feel like post-secondary education, it's important. High school, vitally important, obviously. Getting an education past there with regards to trade schools, community college, two-year colleges, four-year universities, everywhere in between. I feel like it is an important segue into the real world. And I'm talking about just their taste of life, what they can spend on and how fast the money goes through their fingers, how they can save and how they can keep it all right there in check, how they are more in control than ever. It is a magical thing to witness a kid going from that last day in high school to the last day of their post-secondary education and all of the experiences they've had. You know, maybe they've learned how to cook more. They've certainly learned how to take better care of their time. They've learned how a D minus feels on a report card that they themselves are fully responsible for. And far more importantly, they know how an A looks on that report card. Man, they want to fist bump everybody because they're fully responsible for it. And their financial ideas, their financial decisions are all theirs as well. And you want them to have that grand, great, enlightening, emboldening feeling of knowing that their financial destiny is completely and utterly in their hands and that the sky is the limit. There's nothing like it. Go out there. Get it, gang. And until next week, save those pennies, pay with cash, and you all stay frugal out there. Cheap is small. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.